0: So hello everyone, I'm Gemma, uh, one of Judd's best friends, otherwise known as Filthy, over to you Judd.
1: And I'm Judd, I am one of Gemma's best friends as well, also known as Gorgeous, and this podcast is called Filthy and Gorgeous.
0: I think that's uh, kind of explains the the theory behind how we came up with that. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Well, what are you going to do about
0: it? <laughs> Very original. We just called you called it by our nicknames. So <laughs> <laughs> so much thought went into that one. <laughs> oh I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. So
1: I think that for our for our first episode, we're going to talk about how we became friends, everything behind that.
0: How many times did I try to get rid of me, and oh. I just kept stalking
1: him. And just how we came into each other's lives, really, I think would be a good good point to start. So, I think it all starts with me, really. Came to the started at this hotel that we worked at in 2011, fresh out of college, having no idea what on earth was going on. (laughs) And then randomly called up three days before I was supposed to. And yeah, really, just having a lovely time. And then a couple of months later,
0: I cropped up.
1: Yeah. Here we we go.
0: I I remember seeing... The first time I saw you, I... It must have been, like, my first day there, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure. Um, And there was a girl that was, like, introducing me to staff and, you know, teaching me all the stuff at reception. And I remember seeing you pushing this trolley cart and you had this sassy little wiggle going. (laughs) And I was like... Ah, uh, I genuinely thought you had been there for so long because you had this like amazing confidence. And I remember saying to the girl, "Oh my God, who is that? Like, wow, he looks fabulous."
1: Who's that fabulous person?
0: Exactly. And and she was like, "Oh, that's Judd." And I don't think we spoke to each other right away. To be honest, I don't. I don't. I think we sort of chit chatted mm. in passing, but I don't think there was like a an instant like. Pairing. I think there were other people no. that I became closer to first and then through them got closer to you.
1: I think, especially in the hotel se- hotel setting, you um, the department that you work in, you become very close with that team and that's kind of where your friendship base starts. Yeah. And I think once you get more de- developed and you know more things, then you branch out to other departments and that's how your links begin.
0: Yeah, very much so. Because I remember... like. Before working in the hotel, I had no career path. I dropped out of university. I had worked in a fish and chip shop and done a little bit of help in a school.
1: Hey.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> you say that with a mouthful of biscuit. <laughs> um, yeah, um, stars you mean to go on? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, had done a little bit of teaching help, and I'd used my like I think it was my front-facing customer service at the fish and chip shop <laughs> to help me get the reception roll at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah. dear. Yeah, I know. Right. And um, they finally
1: still took you. And they
0: still <laughs> took me. I mean, I, I originally was meant to be part, part time. And then within yeah. two weeks was full time. And then there was a day where we couldn't get hold of the manager or the deputy manager or anybody else. Um, And I ended up just being like, well, I kind of know what to do from watching what everybody else has done and sort of just took it over. And they sort of made me like a... sort of... Unofficial. Unofficial, yeah, that's the word. Unofficial sort of senior receptionist. And then I ended up going upstairs into the office, which was... Way up. Yeah, it was nice. I learned so much there. And I think it was really good to have a strong female um, manager. Oh, yeah,
1: she she was just one of the best people so supportive I mean, she so she supportive. knew how to do anything and and everything and
0: she was confident you know and and it, she she showed me that it was all right to say i don't understand and i want to ask questions and i want to learn and i want to do better and to actually turn around and say you can do more
1: yeah you need that kind of role model especially when going into when we're moving from one department to another and getting into that you need that that person with that that just oozes confidence yeah and having that experience to know and I think once we I think once we got starting to obviously like talk and passing and obviously having lunches and everything else together I think we then then decided we'll make the first step and go for for lunch or dinner outside (laughs) You venture outside without, without having work talk.
0: Yeah, and then and then you ended up putting glass in my dinner.
1: Well, basically, we were sitting in a god-awful place by the toilet. Not that that makes any Yeah, but nobody wants to
0: sit next to the, the toilet, do they?
1: No, not really. And um, I was putting some salt on my food, <laughs> and, I, and literally, I didn't mean to bang it that hard on the bottom. And the whole... Um, Salt shaker just broke.
0: Shattered Literally. is the best way to put it. It's shattered, and I remember saying to the waitress, um, "The salt shaker's broken, and there's glass in my food." And she just looked at me and went, "Oh,"
1: and didn't even replace. I don't, I don't think she it, replaced she didn't the food. She replaced it. No.
0: no, I had to like pick glass out.
1: Oh, wasn't it like? Um, I had oh, peas.
0: I remember having peas and being like, this, "Was it this, scampi and chips?" That was it with peas yeah. on the side.
1: Oh dear uh,
0: me! But it was good to scampi. Got, got to admit that. Oh
1: yeah, hats off to them. But... Yeah, it was a
0: really nice place to go eat. It's, it doesn't exist anymore, I don't think.
1: No, I think that not. Not what we know it as, but the the building and that is still there. But I think oh, it's, cha- it? it's changed hands a few times. Oh. I think that was quite a um, unique poshy posh posh place. Oh, now. is it? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, I like I like a pub that's like. Cozy, I think it's the best way. It's good food, but it has a chilled atmosphere.
1: Yeah, and you know, and you know, it's a good pub when everybody, literally, that's one of the Pals best pubs in. around, and everyone just goes there. Is you know, it is like, it's like your your comfort blanket of a pub. Yeah,
0: although I did love the Happy Man.
1: That was a good. That, yeah, that was that was also a good pub as well. Yeah, don't get me wrong.
0: But that was more of a student pub.
1: Yeah, you'd have the occasional like. Locals go in there, but it was one of the closest ones, apart from the one down the road from the uni. Yeah, that was the one of the closest ones. So yeah, we um, yeah, we kind of started our friendship in a in a place near near Heathrow. Obviously, we came from from different areas. I can't. We I think we both. Well, I came from the coast.
0: I came from Essex. Well, Ports, Portsmouth. I I mean, grew up in Portsmouth. Went to uni. Uh, grew up in Essex. Yeah. Then I went to Portsmouth for university. And then me and my ex moved there for his work. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it wasn't my ex at the time. That would be really creepy and stalkerish. Yeah. <laughs>
1: would you move halfway across the country just for his work?
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, so he moved there for his work. Um, and then, yeah, met one of my genuine best friends and
1: you know
0: one of my soulmates I think oh
1: stop it pass the bucket no
0: shut (laughs) up I do I do think that you know soulmates aren't necessarily romantic people they're people that you have like a deep connection with and I genuinely couldn't see you not being in my future
1: yeah I I think it's one of those things it's um it's a strange thing really um Especially when I think people get connected through um, events and like decisions that you make with your life, and yeah. I think people do slot slot in. And I think it was the time of when your I think when your partner became your your ex at that point.
0: Yeah, I I think I did a lot of self discovery
1: mm. and
0: a lot I gained a lot more confidence while working at the hotel and while being friends with you and creating my own life and realising that there was more to my life than just supporting my partner. Yeah. And I think that in itself probably happened because I had the support of really good friends and you Mm. and my manager who said to me, you know, come on, think about yourself. You know, so it it was a really big impactful time for me. And I think... You know watching what you you were very young when we first met
1: I was like 19
0: yeah so and I was oh my god About 20 21 22 I think
1: yeah 20, 21 22 I
0: think yeah um, so you know I wasn't that much older but I felt like I think I feel like I'd gone through quite a lot through my university years. Experience yeah. wise, so I was still very naive and I didn't know a lot, but I think I definitely felt like that big sister, little brother, best friends thing with you. And I didn't feel like I had to put on a front with you, which was nice. Like, mm. you know, you'd come over for dinner and we'd literally just laugh the whole time. Mm, like, yeah. it was great. I like, yeah. And when my ex went away for six months, and I was living on my own in this little village, and you know it could have been very isolating. Oh, but I yeah. was very lucky that I had you there, and at that point, you had met your partner,
1: mm-hmm. and, and
0: I was <laughs> one of <laughs> and,
1: the, one of many. Uh,
0: no, the one, <laughs> the one, yeah, the one. Um, and I think it, you know, it was nice to see a good, healthy relationship. Yeah especially for you, you deserved it and it was just nice to see and it was nice to be around. So yeah, I, I, I loved those like mm. loved those times, I don't know. I'm grateful for those times, definitely. Definitely. Oh,
1: yeah, there was definitely some bits which weren't particularly nice. Um, but we but we're here. We're, we're
0: here. We've we're, survived.
1: We're, we're real. <laughs> and we can look we can look back and just laugh at it really it's just, so there's no there's not a lot of point of getting sad or whatever about it oh, because no. we've we've done all of that now it's like it's a it's a reflection we can look at okay, okay lovely but the past is in the past Yeah. that's why it's called history
0: i like that saying i feel like that's definitely on a plaque in someone's wall on oh, that, it's got, like on their house
1: what, it, what what is it like the past is history the um
0: future is unknown the present is a gift or something isn't it something like that yeah the then, present is a gift
1: because yeah because well, yeah, today is a gift because, because it's the, the pre- present. present yeah oh what fantastic i was trying to learn that for ages and then literally try to say
0: it and i can't <laughs> even do it <laughs> i think there's i think there's a lot of different ones that are very similar that basically have the same message that you oh, know gosh, yeah be i i think so many people You know, don't don't make it to see tomorrow. You've just Mm got to be thankful that you're here. And I always say, like, feel down when you're down. Like, feel those emotions, but work through it. Process it. Go through it, you know? The only
1: way is up.
0: Yeah, and you shouldn't feel guilty about feeling sad or whatever.
1: No, you're human. Exactly, exactly. You're allowed to feel it. Feel
0: your emotions, but don't let them take over if you can help it i know you know sometimes you can't help it but try and just be grateful for what you've got and focus on the positive rather than what you don't have because there's yeah. always someone worse off than you there's mm-hmm. always someone you know that's in a worse i always i'm like at least I, you know at one point i was like at least i have a roof over my head
1: yeah exactly and i think the the hotel was a very good it gave you those um that that area which you could that you, you know that you were going to be okay, you had people around you even though you did have to work and not just like chat or whatever all the time, but it g- it gave you those those friendships, it gave you the confidence, the experience and the knowledge that you needed that i, think,
0: w- I th- yeah, I think working in the hotel was probably one of the more intense oh yeah jobs I've had. You have to be
1: like full on. Yeah. All the time. And there's
0: always a drama. I felt like I felt like living in a soap opera a little bit sometimes at that hotel with with what who was hooking up with who and who had said what about what and who was backstabbing and Mm -hmm. you know, who was going for that promotion, but somebody else had said they were in line for it and they're moving to a like I mean every place has it but especially when there's staff houses so people are living and working together oh, the legend
1: style staff houses
0: it becomes intense I think yeah it was full-on for, for um, luckily I only had like what three months in a staff Maybe house about three
1: or four months and then and then, and
0: then I left um, before that obviously I was living with my then partner mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, it, it, it is intense to live and work with the same people. I don't know how we would have coped living and working together. I, I don't know whether we would have banded together and been like, right, we can we deal can with these. This. We can do this. We can deal with the fuckers in the house and we can deal with whoever at work. And, you know, we would have become even closer. Or mm. whether I'd have been like, oh, my God, Judd, I I'd I just need five minutes. Just to, go away. Yeah, lock walk my, around. Or you might have been You might have been like that because I feel like I would have probably at that time been more needy because I was more lost. Do you know what I mean? Like my mm. whole life had changed.
1: Um, you'd, I'm really not sure. Um, it could it could have gone it could have gone either way, but it's just one of the... You didn't have, like, a specific, like, set of people in that area. You had a mixture of of everyone from, like, different departments yeah, and, like, dear, or different yeah. friendships and everything else. You didn't... It wasn't just, like, one house full of, um like, reception, for example, no. or one that was fully for the kitchen or anything else. You had a mixture of everyone from, like...
0: I do love the kitchen staff there, though. Oh,
1: fantastic. Love a bit, love a bit of... Of a bit of the kitchen yeah. um, and then you had like people just like normal like normal people and then you had can you really say normal people? So I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I don't think
0: anyone that worked at that hotel Obviously. including ourselves could be considered
1: Normally, normal you, you no one be. that
0: sticks it out there is normal
1: you had to be a, part of the qualification to get in was to be extra yeah all, um, or slightly <laughs>
0: quir- quirky is a quir- nice way to put it isn't quirky, it? quirky yeah. that's how I'm often you describe as quirky quite a lot
1: um no, not really. I think um, more. I think it's mm, like chatty and friend like I'd friendly. I say bubbly for bubbly. you,
0: but i I've been described quite a lot in the last couple of months alone. I've noticed it's come up a lot more. People are like, "I'd say you're quirky."
1: <laughs> I, can, I can see that for sure, but I would never. I would never. I don't know. I've, I've never really given myself the opportunity to. For people to call to call me quirky, really, I've not I've not heard it. Myself. I think I think
0: you're bubbly.
1: Oh yeah! Like you
0: could literally talk to anyone about anything, and it would be fine.
1: it's this funny when I get when I? If, sometimes I just like to be quiet. I can literally sit in a chair in a corner, read a book, or do anything, or just look out the window and ponder live
0: Or be paralytically drunk and sit in the garden staring at a brick wall.
1: That as well. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely fine I'm loving life I'm, I'm feeling I'm literally I'm feeling my oats it's fantastic and people don't <laughs> like it because I'm because I'm chatty and I'm like loud and stuff like that like I wouldn't say loud all the time but I can be but loud. you
0: have a zen judd a zen judd that is just calm ah
1: <sighs> like you see like the little droplets fall into the water that, a, and get, like, a, that the would ripples. have been really
0: good for what is it ASMR uh, <sighs> that would have been really good
1: yeah, but that, that never, ASMR could have turned into something complete, <laughs> completely always, different podcast. I, I, <laughs> I mean,
0: when I first heard about ASMR, I did think, is this like a dirty thing? Because oh, yeah. It, is, but I think it, I think it's actually meant to be soothing. But when I hear women whispering and like doing weird things with their nails, and because the, there's videos usually on YouTube that match mm-hmm. it, I'm like, is this to turn people on? I'm gonna, this... I'm gonna rustle a packet of crisps. Yeah, I'm like but is that a fetish? Is someone really into rustly crisp packets and getting a good time out of it? Or is it that they're meant to find it really calming?
1: I think it's I, th- I think it could be um, A mixture of, both? mixture of both. I think it's also the fantasy. As well, people think about it and, and they, they listen to it and they do whatever they want. But <laughs> but nobody's going <laughs> but nobody's gonna like See them or like challenge them about it because they're not going to do it out in public. Can you imagine like eating lunch in a cafeteria and then somebody decides to open up a packet of crisps? It's like, bear with me two minutes. (laughs) This thing is—it's just one of those. It could be. I think it's completely harmless, but people do take it maybe in the wrong direction.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's creepy. That's not COVID. I've been tested. It's uh, hay fever.
1: Yeah, we so we are sitting literally across the table. We've been both vaccinated. We've both done LFT tests. They're all negative. We are okay.
0: Should we have specified that at the start? I don't know. Maybe,
1: maybe but we can do It's our podcast. We can do what we want. We've said it.
0: I hope in a year's time, if people listen to this, they'll be like, well, maybe not a year's time, but if mm. people listen back, they'll be like, Oh my god, that's really dated that podcast. Nobody does that anymore. Covid's gone.
1: Oh yeah. I that would be a dream. Yeah, it'd be like what then be people will be asking like,
0: what's COVID? History books. Can History you imagine? Books. 2020, read it?
1: Twenty twenty
0: one.
1: Yep, literally. We are still in the month of March twenty twenty. We have not moved from that, so I think we're about at day twenty five. <laughs> right now nearly we can speak at the by end. the house. Okay, oh, yeah, eight twenty two AM <laughs> Gemma is in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> Making another cup of tea. Her twelfth cup. cup of tea since eight fifteen.
1: <laughs> since 8. 15. <laughs> <laughs> One a minute. One a minute.
0: I could do that.
1: Oh I've eighty
0: percent tea. My body
1: is 80% tea. I say I'm about 30% tea, 40% coffee,
0: 50% fabulous. And a
1: little bit of woo!
0: But like those percentages didn't add up. (laughs) Well, (laughs) extra. 50% fabulous.
1: You have to be extra.
0: Yeah. Definitely.
1: I'm just knackered. This week has just gone so quickly.
0: I feel like every week goes quickly and then the weekend, like, goes in the blink of an eye. And you're like, I haven't had time to rest from the speedy week where I did a million and one things in, like, a a short space of time. And I thought I'd have a nice weekend to relax, but no, because I'm an idiot and I made plans.
1: Mm, I think it's nice to make plans and then you realise that you just want to, like, sit and...
0: I literally want to, like... What's it called? Tortilla blanket myself.
1: Oh, yeah, sausage roll yourself in the duvet and not move. Mm Yeah.
0: With a nice cup of tea. On a drip. On a. Oh, yeah.
1: There you go. That'd be good. That's the ticket. Uh,
0: With biscuits and packets of crisps and action movies.
1: Doing ASMR.
0: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird.
1: I have a theory Right I love a theory Uh that um, since 2012 everything's just gone so quickly and I think it's because of um, that whole Mayan calendar thing that the world was supposed to end at 2012 and it didn't
0: So now time is speeding up Yeah But 60 seconds is still 60 seconds
1: Yeah I know Um, Could we just be having more fun since 2012 Yeah Could be that
0: Yeah I don't really remember my life. I remember things that have happened from stories that I've told people, but Mm. I don't actually remember the memories anymore. Probably from about 2014 backwards. Wow. I know. Like, I remember working at... And I remember things, like, I vividly remember the image of you walking past. But I, I feel... Know. But I feel... But you didn't know, notice because you were sashaying...
1: Sashaying away. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, that that was,
0: not that that was a thing back then. No. But, you, you know, you were going through and I whispered it because I was new to the girl that I was working with. And I think you said hello to her because obviously you knew her and she sort of said, this is Gemma. But you that wouldn't stand out in your mind.
1: Um, no. I remember buying clothes... Oh, do you? I remember buying clothes. I brought jeans, my, um, like, checkered, like, um, like, red, like, and, like, whitey blue, like, checkered shirt. Like, a soft one. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about sure. I might have brought trainers. I can't remember. I was thinking, oh, my gosh, like, I haven't brought clothes for myself for a very long time. Yeah. And I was like, I need to buy something, because I'm going out for dinner. I can't just wear the stuff I've got at home, because everything's still in the bin bag. Um... Then, yeah, I remember that. And then me? The yeah, that was with you. Uh, I, see, brought, I, brought, I, don't... I brought clothes. You went, you you didn't come, it was by myself. Ah, um, and then we then met obviously at, at the pub. I remember that, but that was it. I don't, re- I, I don't remember obviously like meeting and everything else, and it just went on from there. Really. I don't
0: actually remember like doing shifts at the hotel or work that I did in the office or conversations that I had with people like there's probably like one conversation that really stand like only the really important things stand out I genuinely can't remember
1: I remember like funny situations that happened um like like meeting famous people and like big decisions that are happening within the team oh like that guy
0: from uh world family that really smelled yeah yeah
1: yeah, he was in the corridor outside, oh, waiting was, to leave. He
0: was horrific when I had to check him in.
1: Um, yeah, there's just so many... So I remember specific, uh, like so many specific things, but I couldn't like recall like a whole shift. I couldn't do that. No. But we will cover all of that in more detail in our future episode.
0: <gasps>
1: Which is very exciting, so I can't wait to... Get into the mucky, mucky details about that.
0: Oh, hotel life is. Oh. <laughs> <Bubble>. Okay.
1: <laughs> we need. I don't we need know more t- what
0: that noise was. That just we, need more like t- that. we need more
1: time. We need <laughs> more time. Uh,
0: it was like despair and laughter sweat and desperation and having an nervous breakdown and everything in between.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Everything in between.
1: Fast forward about four or five years, and...
0: Um, You're married.
1: I'm married.
0: I'm still single.
1: We were me and my other half both working in the same team, which I never thought would happen. But I now it's cute. But now, but obviously, we're working together and now living together. Obviously, we've been living together for a long time. But I, it was always interesting, like, to, to hear where he was working and everything. I have no idea. Now I'm part of the team. I know what he means now and I have access... You know
0: who he's talking about when he talks about these things. And I
1: have access to his calendar so I know what he's doing.
0: Ooh, no affairs for him.
1: Nope, none at all. <laughs> did not have a new handbag. <laughs> Very deep pockets. Oh. <laughs> too oh. much, too much. Never too much. Never, Never. too much. Um yeah and um just having such a lovely time and obviously before that we were we went to the um when I was getting when I was engaged and getting ready for the wedding went to that um wedding fair at the hotel and we and had people
0: thought we were engaged
1: engaged and that like
0: could be. they not tell
1: and the funny looks we they got up the they had when we said no I'm engaged to a man <laughs> I like oh oh so sorry. It was a bit like well, okay, lovely, but like, how do you think she feels? <laughs>
0: oh. oh
1: dear. And then I asked you to be my maid hey, of honour. Uh, oh,
0: that was yeah, high one of the highlights of my life.
1: We had a lovely time. It was lots of, it was lots of fun. There was a couple of bumps in the road, but it was a lovely we had a we had a good time.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Could have done things. Little bit differently, (laughs) just just a little bit, not that much, just a little bit, but it was okay, yeah,
0: yeah. Now it's your turn. Drunk times for all.
1: Oh my gosh, honestly. Uh,
0: let's think, what have I done?
1: Uh, I think your life just exploded when you left the hotel. It was like it was kind of like weirdly you did well moving in within the departments but I think it was kind of holding you back
0: yeah and then as soon as you
1: then left it kind of like you just went everywhere
0: yeah I worked for a global marketing and advertising agency and basically ran their entire administration team for the UK and it became a UK and worldwide resource Um, then became office in front of house managers for pharmaceutical companies Uh, then went and became office and front of house manager with administration and other bits for another digital advertising agency. Uh, Then I worked for a very (laughs) well-known... I have to be very careful how I phrase this. A very well-known tech TV and other stuff Company. company... Yeah. Um, that has an advertising company that is bespoke to them and I ran their international information security. Mm-hmm. Um, and then unfortunately the pandemic hit and that contract ran out. Um, so now I am currently seeking work um, doing that kind of stuff.
1: Anybody listening got a job? Hit us <laughs> up.
0: Um ready to buy a house as soon as i get the job you know all of my i think the thing i'm proudest of is i did it on my own yeah i worked my ass off from the bottom to get to the top of the career ladder i now have qualifications that i got on my own i worked my ass off going through all the levels all the stages over seven years to get to the top and i have that now so the next job i get touchwood Hopefully, will be in a position, in a position at the top, somewhere or near to the top. I don't want to run a company; that's way too stressful. Mm. Um, but you know, a senior position in a company.
1: Get my coffee now.
0: Oh, I'd never be like that. Oh God, no! Hell Please, no. <laughs> hell no! I'll go get it on my own. Do you know what I mean? I've got legs.
1: You'd have a kettle in your office. I
0: would. I've got legs. I'll go get my own tea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, hopefully. And then as soon as I get that job, I can buy my house. And then I have bought my own house myself. Yeah. And then, you know, if I meet a man and settle down, great. If I don't, I'm just going to get a turkey baster. <laughs> 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 um, you know, I'm not going to... Ma- make me having a man define what i can and cannot experience in life
1: yeah if you want it you can go get it by yourself
0: yeah exactly i think that's the biggest thing i've learned over seven years is that i can do everything on my own
1: and you don't have to rely on another person i don't have
0: to rely on another person i don't want to rely on another person would it be nice to have another person to do things with sure but for the last seven years I've been doing those other stuff with my friends and it hasn't diminished, like, the experiences that I've had. or and the feelings as well. Or the feelings, or tainted any of the memories because it was with a friend and not a boyfriend. Mm. Like, if anything, I'd rather do it with a friend that I'm still friends with than do it with a boyfriend that's now an ex and then it taints that memory.
1: Yeah, because you wouldn't want to do anything similar to that again.
0: Yeah, it's so, like, oh, I did it with that person. So now I've got to remember when I went to that place, I did it with that ex. Like I mean I have dated people in those seven years. It's never become serious enough for it to be we're gonna like like it was with the other ex. Yeah. It's never been that serious, but I don't feel like I need it. But at the same time I'm not opposed to it. If it happens it happens.
1: Yeah, I think sometimes when people when people stop searching for what they want it just naturally happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I think sometimes, we'll see. I
1: think sometimes like that, you just gotta f- focus on doing what what you want. or you're doing great in your career and everything else. I think it's, babe, if, you are most welcome, full of it, and <laughs> um, it will just naturally happen. So you just go wait and see, really.
0: Yeah, I just think I've worked very hard to get where I am, and I am proud of what I have achieved. Yeah. Would I have achieved it if I had a partner? Probably not. Who knows? I think I think if I had a partner. I probably would have been more con- content with what I had work-wise. Yeah. Whereas not having a partner to distract me allowed me, while I was at work, to focus more. Because I would no- nowhere near say I'm a career woman that's put her life on hold for her career. I've never been like that. No. It just so happens that when I'm at work, I always give 100% and I take every opportunity. And... I always want to progress, so I'm always looking out for those next steps. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not, I don't like it when people go, oh, you're 32 and you're single, but you're doing really well in your career, so you must be a career woman. Actually, no. I'm just, if a man was 32 and in my position, would people go around and go, you must be a career man, because he was single and 32 and was senior? No. So why, because I'm a woman and 32 and senior, am I a career woman? I'm just a person that is 32 years old in a senior role that has worked her arse off, but I haven't neglected my personal life in any way. I've never missed a birthday party or a friend's celebration or a family celebration or anything like that because of work. Like, my friends and family come first. Yeah. I work to live. I don't live
1: to work. Exactly. I think that's a good way to to do anything really you shouldn't let your work take over because exactly. as soon as it does it's you in danger girl you know I think we'll I think we'll finish for this yeah. first one I think it's gone really well and really excited for the next one yeah, so yeah definitely stay tuned and it's goodbye from her
0: and it's goodbye from him
1: and we'll see you next time
0: bye bye